is there some validity to Brian Flores' class action lawsuit against the NFL? I certainly think so, and I'm going to tell you why on this week's edition of the Out of the Bounce podcast. Welcome to episode 34 of the Out of Bounds podcast. I go by the name of Adele the Fashionisto, managing director here at True Every Culture Media. And alongside me is our God, the man in the middle, Mr. Donnie. Do not call me Donovan, radio disc jockey. Welcome. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's me, guys. I'm here. It feels like it's been a while since we recorded, right? Bro, did we record last week? I don't That's remember. what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I, I think so, but then again, it feels like it's been a while. Yeah, definitely, it, it does, it does. I guess because we didn't do Talk Talk last week, maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be why. But um, first ep- first episode of the month of February, it's, it's a new month, to begin a Black History Month. Yeah. You know, so um, as for us two young guys right here, we're tr- we feel like we're Black History in progress, you know, so we got a lot of great things going on from both sides. But um, Donnie, you officially did your first radio show last night. My proud, my <laughs> apprentice is moving on up. He's doing big things. Tell everybody how was that experience? It, it was uh, it was frightening. Um, like I said off camera, <clears throat> my biggest um downfall when coming like to like broadcasting and projecting yourself into the spotlight is self-doubt. It's something that I tangled with growing up in foster care and never technically fully recovered from. So that's always in the back of my mind. But other than that, I think I did a pretty good job. I like it. Um, Like I said, it's something that I didn't think I would be doing a year ago from now. Shout out to Tuck and uh, shout out to Liddell for pushing me to do that. But uh, I mean, I, I love it. What can I say? I, like, I absolutely love radio. I'm so happy for you, bro. You know, because one thing, because a lot of people, they might want to say, all right, like, like Liddell, like, why are you so happy about, like, the success of your interns, your staff, whatever the case may be? It's due to the fact that I want everybody to legitimately win. You know, because although I'm very proud of the work that we do here at True River Culture Media, as well as what I'm soon about to do with my own entity in the very near future, more on that later on. But um, I love to see my, my team win, you know, because at the end of the day, like we're all in this together, you know, and I'm a fir- and basically when I first brought these young men and women on board, I basically said I'll go do everything in my power to make sure that they accomplish their goals. So just to see you, Donnie, where you were around this time last year, and all that you've done in the span of what ten months, you know, like it we, yeah, like, like we literally just started this in what last April, the yeah. Street? And and now look, you know, like basically, like, not only are you here on Out of Bounds, you're also a regular talk talk. You also have your own podcast as well, you know. Yeah. So tell everybody about that. Yeah, um, me and my uh, actress, model, um, screenwriter friend uh, Miranda Martin decided to start a podcast um, where we review indie flicks. And if anybody knows me, knows that I love independent films and film festivals and stuff like that. So it's just us picking apart like films, like behind the camera, in front of the camera, only for 30 minutes, you know, something short and sweet. Okay, okay. And tell everybody, like, where can they find the podcast? And what's the name of it? Yeah, so it, the title is Indie Flicks with Donnie and Miranda. You can find it, find it right now on Spotify. Um, we are going to be moving to Apple Music in the near future, but as of right now, it's exclusively on Spotify. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, and ladies and gentlemen, I did not get a chance to say this, but the Big Three is back in full effect because our guy, Noah Austin, he is finally here. So, Noah. Yes. I got to introduce you, the third guy on our panel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Noel mm-hmm. Austin from an undisclosed location. Mr. <laughs> Euro stepping to his girl. Noel Austin, yeah. tell you about how you feeling, bro. How I'm feeling, man. You Life sound is... drunk. Oh, man. Like, 
I bring the energy now. Hold on. I got to get right. <laughs> yeah, get right. look. Right. It seems right. like you've been running around. Yeah, man. Running around. But, um, but no, nah, man. Life is life. Uh, and that's a really cliche term. But, uh, <laughs> but life is doing its thing. And it's just been hard. But, like, when is life not hard? But, um. That's true. But, yeah, man. I'm chilling. I'm ready to talk football. I already know. I already know what we're doing. I'm ready. So <laughs> we here, you know the trio back in effect. So we good. There we go. And plus, life could always be worse, right? Yeah, yeah. life could always be worse, man. Uh, thank you for helping me out with that smooth transition into the best and worst of conference championship weekend. Because, fellas, there's only four teams left. Well, at, mm-hmm. at, at wait, 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 Liddell. Before before we get into it, I would like to. Um, account the fact that I called the Super Bowl who were going to be in the Super Bowl last week. Just you did. Put that back out there. Cause I think did he? God. Yeah, he did. I, he did. I do remember, yeah. And the Rams. Yeah. So I'm just, just putting that out there. Just saying, you know, maybe I'm a psychic. Maybe that third eye is still open. Maybe we still He open. also predicted the uh, playoffs, I believe. I did predict the playoffs. And I did. The Hawks. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So. Hey, the third eye still open. Two for don't two. Sleep. Don't sleep on it. The third <laughs> hey, eye still man. open. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why we call this brother, this young brother, the third eye, because it's, it's it's accurate. So maybe no, maybe we should maybe we should do like a little nice little side hustle where you get like parlay picks and so like bad yeah. and stuff like hey. that. Look, because hey. I'm trying to get into DraftKings and all that shit, and look, hey. I need some help. Listen, my mom always said I was lucky. So uh, my mom won the lotto right next to. Ooh, I ain't put a miss on that. But hey, let's just say my mom. <laughs> let's just, let's just say uh, my my mom calls me lucky. So uh, yeah. Now DraftKings sponsor us, man. That's, hey DraftKings, hey, we can have a segment. DraftKings segment, Noel's parlay, sponsored by DraftKings. Hey, yeah, DraftKings, fuck it. Even bar stools, man. I love bar stools. Shout bar out to Dave Portnoy. Hey, Hey, let's let's set it up. Hey, I'm down. Parlay, get some parlays, get some people paid. Shot, yo, why you sound so fast? Me? Yeah, <laughs> I sound really fast. You sound really fast. You, you do, yeah. They're like, they're like somebody sped up your audio. Someone sped up my audio. No, no, you you sound a lot faster than what you normally sound like. Chill, dude. You good? Uh, <laughs> no one sped up. Nah, no one sped up my audio. I'm straight. Maybe he's just here. talking fast. We are straight over here. Technical difficulties, but you know, we straight. Blink twice if you need help. I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Blink twice if I need sleep. I definitely need it. But, yeah. but I feel that, man. I feel that. Yeah, yeah man. But, but on to but, the best and worst. Yeah, get back to it. There's only, at the last weekend, there's only four teams. Now there's only two. Uh, so. I think it's very easy to pick best or worst this week. Y'all, y'all know I'm biased. I'm a Rams fan. My boys win the Super Bowl. It does it look a little spooky. Mm. It looked a little spooky in that fourth quarter, but you know we got it done. We got it done. So my best of the week, conference championship weekend was my Los Angeles Rams. The worst has to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Like what the fuck happened in the second half? I was going to say man? that. <laughs> I was going. To, what the hell? Was it was like twenty one and three. I'm like, oh, like, oh, it's a wrap. And then basically, like, they had an opportunity to kick the field goal before halftime, and they don't throw like a little screen pass to Tyreek Hill with five seconds left. Clock runs out. They go to halftime on twenty one three. You still, all right, cool. Like, they still good, but second half, Cincinnati, they just they they pulled up and landed Falcons in the Super Bowl, man. Listen, yeah. don't bring up hey, hey, I'm not even a Falcon, and that still hurt me because I live in the city, so I feel the hurt. I but feel the hurt by uh, within yeah, within the two minutes, I'm I'm looking at Patrick like there's no other way to say he just folded, he like he co- he just collapsed. He, mm, yeah, it's. Patrick Mahomes to me, I wouldn't say he was always overrated. I just feel like he was he's he's greatly rated, but I feel like he gets a lot of press about how like inescapable he is and how good he is. I'm just like, I think you kind of saw it. Not that he choked, but yeah. you saw it in the conference game where it's just but kinda like damn like I, I put I put that on the NFL. Um mainly because they propped him up to be the next Tom Brady. So they're yeah. looking at so they're looking at him at so 
I mean, if you look at the face of the NFL right now, mm-hmm. it, it would be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, of course. I, I, I feel like that. I don't know. I feel like that's that. Um, you're you're under a different microscope, like LeBron. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. look at you differently. But the thing is, would the NFL be happy with Patrick Mahomes being like the new face of the league? Because Peyton Manning is gone. He's easy. Brady I mean, is gone. Yeah. He's like Patrick Mahomes is easy. And I mean, I mean that helps too. But like, yeah, I think Patrick helps. Mahomes is easy. Like the thing is, when we look at faces of the league. Leagues want a face that is recognizable mm-hmm. along all markets, all demographics, kind of clean cut, doesn't really do anything out there, really. And so Patrick Mahomes fits that mold. Even Joe Burrow, he, yeah, I think it's called. I was just about to, I was just about to, I was just about to say Like he it, iced out, you know what I'm saying? So I, I like him in the beginning, but looking at these memes and pictures of this dude nah, smoking, I'm like, yo, this dude uh-huh. is cool. Nah, shout out to Joe Tyson. Shout out to Joe Tyson. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Joe Cool. That's Joe Cool right there. But um, no, because he he's doing his thing. I, you know, and I think the face of the league. For, I think for me, Patrick Mahomes is like that's like the Patrick Mahomes is like Russell Wilson. That's like kind of like not even because they're like black or biracial, but it's like the clean cut guy. And straight now, edge, yeah. Straight edge, but also he may be biracial, he may be black. So we we kind of get diversity woke points here. You know, so that's kind. of... He can appeal to the masses in a sense. Like he just has that, like Stephen Curry with the um, baby face assassin. Like he has that yeah. that image. You're like, oh, we can market this. Like the eyes. He's pretty good looking. Like he just looks like that guy. Like I mean, and like we're definitely gonna get to more with our main, our biggest main topic this week's episode with regards to like image and marketing and stuff like that. But um. The reason why I brought the fact uh, would the NFL be happy with Mahomes being, like, the new face of the league? Because, granted, like, yes, he is biracial. He can appeal to, like, both markets. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, like, for the past, what, 20-plus years, it has yeah. been Brady and Manning. Prior to that, it was who? Brett Favre. Prior to Favre, it was who? John Elway. You know what I mean? So, Dan Marino. So it's always been like that great white hope in the NFL. So this is kind of like the first time in literally ages where it's like that just might not be the case anymore. Right. Yeah. I I I, I think because I, I know they'd that, be okay with that. They yeah, because okay I that? I was a, I'm trying to word this differently because I know the topic that we're going into later is um I don't know I I. I want to say the NFL is making a turn, and I, I guess I mean if we if we look at all the young quarterbacks right now, who would we say is the most to be successful? Who's the or who's the number one guy we see getting into the Hall of Fame first? Mahomes. Exactly. So I, I think he just has that markability and like. He just has that it factor. But Lamar Jackson is the most excited to watch. But the issue with Lamar Jackson is the fact that he might be deemed to be too hood for the NFL. Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they tried that before with Michael Vick. And we all know he, what He's happened. also in Baltimore. Yeah. But then again, the market really doesn't really so much matter. Like, are you talking about Baltimore? Because Baltimore is kind of like a, like a predominantly black city. city. Yeah. Well, that too, but it's just like Baltimore is not the top. Like, if I was to name like the top five teams, like off the top of my head, Baltimore wouldn't be like up there. They're they're probably in the mid, mid, like six to ten range, maybe. Yeah. Just like you said, in markability image, like, like there's some teams. All right. I'll put it this way. Before, okay, well, you, you, I can't. I can't really let that excuse fly because look at Kansas City. <laughs> what has like what has Kansas City really won until Mahomes got there? They had great quarterbacks in the past, like Alex Smith, Trent exactly. Green, I mean, and, Joe Montana. And that's why, that's why we're no, having this conversation of him being like that markability. Like Patrick Mahomes hey, brought that to them. Peyton Manning, Indy. Indy is not like a a big market town. 
Yeah, but Peyton Manning was. He All right, because, because it was Peyton Manning. So yeah, I'm, I'm saying like Baltimore Ravens as a whole, they're almost like a forgotten team. No, no, that's bullshit. I gotta stop you. How's that when they won two Super Bowls and they have like two Hall of three Hall of Famers? Okay, when's the last time they won the Super Bowl? 2012. 2012. 10 that years was what, ago. Like 2012 wasn't that long ago. Oh, damn. that was 10 whoa, years ago, Donnie. Whoa, 2012 is a long time ago. <laughs> Yo, I just realized that. God, it's 2022. Whoa. That's and, and, I'm, and I'm not talking about like the the franchise as a whole. I'm just saying like, um, all right. Take take Timberwolves oh. for example. They're not. I'm not gonna. Allow, I'm gonna not gonna allow you to use that analogy. You're not gonna use that analogy <laughs> of a franchise that never won shit, haven't been a player since 2004 to my I'm, Baltimore. I'm just race. saying, yeah, and 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 teams in relative terms, like they're not the first team that you think of. Like you give. Right. I, I think all I'm right. wording it wrong. We really are because the NFL, honestly, these are the blue blood franchises of the NFL the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. the Green Bay Packers, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are the top three franchises in terms of marketability, in terms of like the teams that's like Patriots. You, I mean, the Patriots went mm. the, and the Raiders and the Raiders of the 70s and the 80s. I guess you could say that the Patriots mm-hmm. for a while or all of the 2000s that was America. Well, not, I would say yeah. America's team, but the Patriots yeah. were that team for a while. Okay, with Tom all right. Brady. All right, yep. all right, so all right, so let's put that this day. Patriots, Steelers, mm-hmm. and this is like a no particular order. Patriots, Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, yeah, and, sure. and and the Raiders. The Raiders due to the fact that what they accomplished in the seventies and the eighties. Yeah, and the Raiders got have a pretty big fan base up there still in yeah. uh Oakland and in Vegas. After that you might have the New York Giants, the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. Washington. Um, there's still Washington fans. Like they, they can still watch the Washington. Yeah, yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I, I think you, I think you kind of got you confused could. as to what I was saying. You, I'm not talking back to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Like what the fuck? I, I'm saying like, all right, to the casual fan, somebody who knows about football but doesn't necessarily watch it. Yeah, people know. About like if you ask them. Let me fit it. Like, if you ask them to name like some teams, like Baltimore Ravens would probably fall like to top 10, 11, something like well, that. Okay, I, no, I guess we're, stop we're, you we're there. definitely I the top. No, I guess I'd be there because I think if you ask a casual fan about the Baltimore Ravens, they're gonna know who they are. I would say they're still, it's still in the top 10, and they're not 10 because okay. of Lamar Jackson. So, like, are they top five? No, but I would definitely still say they're like. Top ten and not ten. I would say we around like six, seven, maybe. I agree. I agree. We're six, seven at worst. Yeah, well, because of could, Lamar Jackson. But you yeah, can easily make an argument for top five and drop it in the Raiders because the Raiders have already been relevant up until yeah. you know recently. Yeah, that that's all I meant. Like relevancy. Like, oh, if relevant. you ask me to name like the top, you can't describe like, the Buffalo Bills. Either. Like if yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, like if you ask me to name like if you ask a casual fan. Of like watching basketball, like see it trending and stuff like that. If you ask them to name like teams, Timberwolves would probably be to the, like the bottom of the list. Like, do you yeah. get them? Same with saying? the teams. Yeah. But the bottom of the list is. But you compare a team at that. I agree. Timberwolves will be at the bottom of the list, but the Baltimore Ravens are not going to be at the bottom of the list. Yeah, the Baltimore Ravens are not going to be at the bottom though. Like even if it's okay. top ten, even if it's like a casual, like, oh, who's the top te- top ten teams in the league? The Ravens are gonna be on that list because of Lamar Jackson. It's still Hollywood Brown. Like okay, not, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, not not even just that, but overall, like it's kind of like prestige. Like Lamar was league MVP, the first and only MVP from from the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, the franchise has produced three defensive players of the year: Ray Lewis, Every, and Terrell Suggs. John Harbaugh might be a Hall of Fame coach, you know, based okay, off his yeah. tenure. You know, we got the greatest kicker of all time, and Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what's my man? What's my my man? Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy Newsom. He, he's mm-hmm. a Hall of Famer. He's also credible to be like a Hall of Famer because he drafted Ray Lewis. He drafted John Ogden, two Hall of Famers. He drafted Haloti Nada, future Hall of Famer. He drafted um, Marshall Yonda, a, another part future Hall of Famer. Ed Reed, Terrell Suggs. Lamar Jackson was his last um, first-round pick. Lamar Jackson, basically, if he got, like, 
knock on wood, if he does not suffer any serious derailed career derailed injury, he will most likely be a Hall of Fame quarterback. And the Ravens had the greatest defense of all time, the 2000 Ravens. So you can't. Yeah, I feel I like they do have prestige. Yeah, they do have because yeah. Ray Lewis yeah. was a prominent defensive threat and a prominent defensive figure in the league. So it's real. Like, yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, they. Yeah, Liddell just made a. a, a argument. Yeah, like he he made a case for like its history and significance in the league. I'm talking about as of right sure. now, like irrelevancy. Oh yeah, it's still right now. They're still kids. The Ravens are still Lamar relevant, Jackson, bro. Jersey. What are you talking the about? The Ravens are still relevant. relevant. They were the number one. They were the number one seed until Lamar Jackson got hurt. Yeah. And doesn't Lamar? I think Lamar Jackson still has like not the highest uh, jersey sales, but he has like his jersey sales are up there. I think he's so, in like, top seven, I believe. Yeah, he's so, up. Like, he's up there with Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers. Yeah, because people still wear his jersey. So yeah, like. They're still relevant. Okay, yeah, I, just, I, don't like, think I just feel like they just didn't make the playoffs, and it's like, okay, cool, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I think I might be thinking of uh, it's playoff, playoff season. I, I understand. Yeah. It's playoff yeah. season. <laughs> we're not we're like, oh, these other teams. We don't really remember who they are. Right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, I get it, out of sight, out of mind, but yeah, you know, you, the you tend to forget. Was, you tend to forget. Right. Yeah. Just like just and this shit. This shit. If it happens in the NBA, like the Golden State, what everybody forgot about them because. They ain't made the playoffs the last two years, but look at them right now. I mean, I legit forgot the Phoenix Suns were a team until two years ago. So yeah, that that's it's, what I mean. It's just like it's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, with football, <laughs> he, said, it, it was, he said that's a you problem. <laughs> nah, it's, it's the same thing. I I think with football is different because like you know playoffs. Once the playoffs, Super Bowl is like one of the biggest sporting events in the world, and it's like once yeah. the playoffs happen, everyone's hyper focused on. <laughs> Who won? Who was yeah. conference? You know, wild card. And so we do. We sometimes we tend to forget the teams that, like the Baltimore Ravens, that have still have like a prestigious history. I mean, yeah. early two thousands, mid two thousands, like yeah. I mean, defensive. let me clarify. It wasn't a dig at like the Baltimore Ravens' history and stuff like that. So relevancy now? Yeah, I was just talking about relevancy now. Yeah, I would still like, say that, bro. I'd still say, like I said, I still. But they're still like, relevant, though, they bro. Do. Yeah, yeah, like, like I mean, we already established. I think I was talking about like that playoff, like hype. Yeah, that's that playoff shit. Hype. Yeah, we forget the Lamar Jackson, still Lamar Jackson. <laughs> right. Sorry about that, Lamar. He was the MVP for a run up until he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how we got here, but it's all good though, you know, because that's gonna show that we could ramble on, but we can still make sense out of what we're talking about. So shout out to us. But like I said, regards to my best and worst, my best rants, worst cheese, like that collapse. But um, no, like where you at with it? Like, what's your best and worst from conference championship weekend? Um, I mean, I think mine's pretty short and simple because my predictions came true. Uh, the best is gonna be a twofer. Obviously, the Bengals Rams with winning those. I think that's the best for the NFL. I think it's the best for me in the NFL sense because we're seeing a team like the Bengals who. For a while, people forgot about the Bengals. People, so yeah. that's that's, that's what I, that's what I meant when I was referring to the Ravens. Like people just forgot. Like, but, continue. <laughs> <laughs> not like the Bengals. Like people forgot like the Bengals even existed. Like I think one season they were like really bad. They lost. Like they weren't. I wouldn't think say zero sixteen, but they were like had a really terrible record. Uh, coaching changes, and so now to have Jamar Chase, Joe, Joe Burrow to take them to the Super Bowl. Um, it's, crazy. it's crazy. They said that Joe Burrow, Jamal Chase has yet to lose a playoff game, college or pro. That and that's a wild stat to have. And so I think <laughs> I think going into the next year's draft, that shows NFL teams that chemistry matters. I think chemistry yeah. matters. You have the ability to get a top guy at a school and get not his friend, but get someone that he's familiar with uh, to be one of his weapons. It, it does it does a lot because Joe. That's Burrow what the Eagles were trying to do. Good point. I, to, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely we're seeing it now. Yeah, but Jalen Hurts ain't Joe Burrow, Devontae. Yeah, Jaylen Jaylen I mean, but Joe but it's it's working, but not at the level of yeah. Uh, they, they yeah, because I mean, it's a case by case basis. Because like like you said, Jalen Hurts, he was still a good quarterback. He's not Joe Burrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, yeah. he came into the NFL and said that the audience or the crowd wasn't that loud. He's like, this isn't really that big of a deal. So Joe Burrow is just a different breed of quarterback. Um, but yeah, win Bengals for sure. Also, the Rams is a win for me because I like the OBJ story. 
I'm rooting for OBJ. Yeah. I want OBJ to win. I think the OBJ story is great. Um, you know, because they said in Cleveland he was a problem. Baker wasn't. Now Baker's now at who's home. At home. OBJ is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I like the story. And I think it would be a little bit sweeter if he wins the Super Bowl ring. And, uh, you know, someone believed in him. And I think I told yeah, I said on this do. podcast – um, OBJ is still an athlete. He's still a dog. You just needed a team to believe in him. I, and I feel the same way about Ben Simmons. The way I feel about OBJ is the same way I feel about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons Don't get this nigga football. started. Mm, I'm, nah. I'm not going to get this Philly nigga started, but I'm going to just say, <laughs> I'm gonna just say uh, I feel the same way about Ben Simmons. I feel Ben Simmons is a good ball player. I just feel like someone has to believe in him. And I think Rams, uh, Vince McVay, uh, it shows where it's like if you – Care about I thought they were gonna say Vince McMahon at first. Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say, where are you going with this? <laughs> you met McVay. Sean McVay. <laughs> Sean McVay. Oh man, I Rams fans don't come at me. Sean McVay. It's been a long. It's been a long week, guys. <laughs> but um, but now the OBJ story is definitely winning my book. I think the loss to me this week has to be the Kansas City Chiefs because they're prominent as like this team in the league that like. I would say the golden state of the NFL. And now to to lose to a second year quarterback in Joe Burrow. Come on, man. Uh it's good to bring Rams cheese, man. I'm sorry. That was hey. that was the matchup right there. In LA? Because Super Bowl's in LA this year. I already know LA finna go stupid in the Super Bowl. Like LA's finna be packed. The low riders finna be out. And the SoFi's in Long Beach too, which they gentrified, but we're not gonna talk about it. SoFi's Plus- in Long Beach. Plus, Tom Brady literally just retired. So, this is literally like the opportunity to basically coronate Mahomes as the new face in the NFL. What better way to yeah, have him go against get to uh, the Super Yeah, team? I think that was, um, that's my, uh, wins and losses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I got to say this real quick. Being a Sixers fan, I just. No, nah, come on, man. Real quick. Fuck it, get off your I, I, I agree. With, <clears throat> I agree. <clears throat> Oh, I, I agree with Noel. Um, he needs a team that believes in him. But at the end of the day, you have to be willing to work for it. Well said. Well said. Well said. All right, well, guys, um, Donnie, very well said, but you fucked up my segue. I had to defend my team in my city, man. Come on. I get it. I get it. But, you know, guys, that basically concludes best and worst. So, but. We just lost no there. Uh, but let us know, like, what are your thoughts in regards to best or worst? Like, who had the best performance from the week? You know, who had the worst performance from conference championship weekend? Let us know down in the comment section down below. But um, let's move on. Because, like I said, the NFL is fucked right now. Because although the Bengals are a cool story, but at the end of the day, they missed a perfect opportunity with this man retiring. To crown the baby goat, Patrick Mahomes, as the new face in the NFL. You know, so if you guys wonder, like, if you guys said, who's the goat, we're going to get into it. Tom Brady. Tom Brady just recently retired. He announced his retirement today. So, Donnie, you made some comments on the IG post about this. How would you remember Tom Brady? As the man who never shook Nick Foles' hand, or as, as they call him in Philly, Big Dick Nick. Whoa! Um, yeah, hey, that's what we call him. Hey, yo. <laughs> I ain't call him that. Y'all people are Philly I said wildin'. in Philly. <laughs> yeah, Philly, y'all wildin'. Hey, yo. Um, no, I will remember him as you know. That's wicked. Uh, one of the greatest quarterbacks. I'm but stuck. Also, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Why y'all call him that? Big Dick Nick. Yeah. What's wrong with Because he led us to the fucking Super Bowl and won. What that gotta do with his dick? Yeah, y'all doing too much. Like y'all because he has me. balls of steel. Are you really oh, gonna argue this? this is why, see, this, see, Liddell, this is why Philly don't win nothing. See, see this is what I'm not gonna do. This, this is happens. not what I'm gonna do. It's trash Nick Foles, okay? He he's has a stash. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody trash at Nick Foles, but it's like, bro, like just yo, y'all, y'all wilding. Cause like yo, Philly wins one thing and now they cut. This is why y'all don't win nothing. Cause y'all do stuff like this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. what you mean we don't win nothing? We do win shit. Yeah, okay. Once, okay. The Eagles. That was it. After, before the Eagles, who was it? Um, two thousand eight Phillies. Wow, two thousand eight Phillies guys. When when did the Eagles go to the Super Bowl? No, it was eight years old. 
<laughs> Damn. I was in fourth grade. When All right, but you asked when's the last time we won something. You acting like we haven't won anything in the last like wow two thirty five years, two world championships in two different sports over the span of how long? How much of a decade? What eight? What it was like. 10, I mean, no, you really seven years apart. I mean, no, we'll all do respect, my young brother. You really can't talk too much shit because all y'all got in Atlanta is Atlanta United. Not too many people follow and, MLS like that. Yeah, and last time I checked, y'all won the World Series, but y'all <laughs> oh, couldn't take the time that. to Bro, yeah, you wow. couldn't take the time to slow down and thank the fans. Anyways, guys, we're that, not gonna that's, yeah, okay. that's how li- that's how little baseball matters nowadays. And yes, MLB, I'm still salty because y'all blocked my, my video when I mentioned y'all in it. But did, did you see that parade where they was zooming by? But that was by my school too. They're on Piedmont and they just zoomed on by. And I was like, because they caught out of class and everyone caught out of class talking about. So we're gonna go to the Yo, I did ask for. I did forgot that the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. Yeah. <laughs> But nobody talks about it. <laughs> nobody cares. Like the the MLB was in a lockout and nobody barely mentioned it. Oh man! But anyways, get back to get back to like how you go remember Tom Brady. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I remember him as six as one of the greatest uh, quarterbacks. Definitely is. He He's definitely still second is. to me, but. Second to who? Uh, Joe Montana. Perfect four and oh. No, go ahead. I'm not remembering. <laughs> no. See, you got no all fuzzer. You said Joe Montana. <laughs> Wait, right. what? Nah, whatever. I, I, this, <laughs> this man, this man, Donnie said. That Tom Brady will is like not the goal. Basically, he's like the second greatest. No, he is time. the goal, but he's just second to me behind Joe Montana, who went a perfect. How is he the goal? The goal means greatest all time, number one. I thought yeah. we discussed this. I, I thought we discussed this. There's no such thing as a goal. But you know what? Think, the Bleacher I, Report wait, 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 came out with, and oh, who was the greatest oh, athlete wait, of all time? There's no such thing as the goal. I there's mean, the game th- changers, but there's no I goal. Think, I think we should change GOAT from – I think GOAT should be – it should have context, like from a decade-to-decade basis I, yeah. because there's too many you, – you can't just say that this one exactly. person is like the best because who's to say – because the thing is, okay, in basketball, Michael Jordan is the GOAT, right? Tom now we're seeing LeBron James break we're, – we're seeing LeBron James break records and win championships, so – but they're say, but then they move the goalposts. Like, oh well, LeBron doesn't have that instinct that Michael does. That right. makes him go, and it's just like, so what are we basing this off of? Yeah. And for me, we have to have. A, if we're gonna adequately have this conversation, we have to have a um, what is it called? We have to have um, uh, a, a criteria. Merits. Yeah, we have to have a criteria. Like, what makes this? What makes the goat the goat? That's what it is. Because in my opinion, in basketball, Kobe's up there with Michael Jordan. I feel like Kobe's number two in my book because they were damn near identical. He Kobe learned from Mike. So if Mike is a go, what does that yeah, make Kobe? It's never as good as the original. The sequel is never it? as good as the original. You're right. But Kobe is still up there for me. So I think when we talk about Tom Brady, I, I got Kobe in my top ten. Kobe probably in my top five. That's just me. But uh <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear my top five. But <laughs> But because I'm too young, all right, no, I, you, you got you got your nigga top five. I'm gonna get all the old heads mad because then I'm gonna say something like this: right. He didn't watch when basketball was a real man. So I don't need old heads in my in my mentions talking about I don't know what real basketball is because niggas ain't getting elbowed but, and bloody nose. All right, all right, but all right, but all right, but time on though. Wait, hold on. What was the last part? <laughs> I said people get elbowed and bloody nose. Like, oh, I thought, uh, I thought, I thought you thought something about booty hole. I'm about to say, like, <laughs> this is the Adbox podcast. I'm not. That's what I thought. Hold on. As of the source. Okay. But you know what? No, at least I, I respect it because you're a young, you're a young blood, you know? So you're supposed to have a young blood's top five. And it's, this, re- it's recency bias, too. Like, I didn't see Mike play like my dad did. So I can't really, but I've seen Kobe play. But with, play. but with this so nigga, like, 
but with this nigga died, this is what don't make sense to me. He's talking about how he got Brady second to Joe Montana. Joe uh-huh. Montana retired in 1993. Uh-huh. Donnie was just what? You was literally like just born? Damn. No, no, no. I was still sperm. 90, wow. 93, Bye. right? You said 93 or 94? 93. 93. Yeah, I was born in 94. Oh, wow. No, you uh, born in, remember you, you found out that you was actually 28 years old? No, I was old. born in 94. <laughs> Yo. Hold on. So did it talk so you we literally did a whole segment where you basically like you found out your real age. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm 94. So you're at, so you're still 27. Oh, I, I guess so. Wow! Look at this that. man doesn't even know. His <laughs> age. Jesus Christ! He doesn't even know his own age, guys. I'm over here having a midlife crisis. About podcast. This is a podcast where Donovan may or may not know his age. So yeah, I'm 94. Yo, Donovan like Hakeem Olajuwon figure his age and shit. Jesus. Oh, like this nigga Z cross from power. Look, after yo, 25, yo, you wild. I don't understand that, that reference because I ain't never seen that show. Man, Diana said he, you not nineteen, you twenty three, and I was like, damn, she really got him. If y'all didn't watch Power, I just spoiled it for you. I'm so sorry. You better be caught up. <laughs> you you <laughs> have to caught up. Now. This nigga Dottie C Dawson's creep with his power. Cause I'm not watching that shit. The hey, same Dawson way I don't watch top. Thank you. Thank you. Dawson Creek go stupid. I talked about that shit in my uh, fucking radio show that nobody ever seen that shit, and I think I'm the only one, and I'm pretty sure that show never exists. Nah, now One Tree Hill is wild. I don't yeah, know. yeah. Dudes that be watching One Tree Hill is wild. I don't, I don't like that. Well, don't what you mean? One Tree Hill is mid. 90210, though, valid. Nah, I ain't never see that shit. Nah, I watched it with my Wait, sister and my mom. So you saw 90210, but you never seen One Tree Hill? No. I was a kid. I didn't know what it meant. I just remember, oh. Donnie, why are you perplexed by this? Like, you seem offended. <laughs> no, because it's almost like if, if you've seen one, then you've seen the other. Like, have you ever seen the OC? No. See, I have a, I have a tolerance for white people. He said, I don't go that white. <laughs> I have a tolerance. <laughs> And I would never go to friends. I don't care what anyone says. This is not a television podcast, but yes, I've seen 90210. No, I haven't seen One Tree Hill. Um, One Tree Hill just looks like Riverdale, just PG. I don't. It's just, I don't under. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. I tried to watch it. I was like, this isn't it. This isn't it for me. Um, But yeah, so yeah. That's, you know, white sitcom segment, guys. <laughs> but now Dawson Creek is lit. I feel with Dawson Creek. But yeah, power. Don Donnie, you Z Cross now. You're Donovan, aka Z Cross, because you don't know your age. I mean, I, I still don't get that reference. But I mean, the but Noel was right. Getting back to the topic, it, it de, like what do we determine is a like the goal? Like I said, I've always believed in the the title, Game Changers. Or generational talents. So if you want to say that, then yeah, I, I would put Tom Brady up there as one of the best generational talents or the one of the best game changers. But my thing is how how do you have a quarterback you that you never even seen play ahead of him? I mean, because if I'm just going by the merits, uh Joe Montana, if I'm not wrong, was four and Um uh Tom okay. Brady is has lost twice to the Giants and once to my Eagles. And last time I checked. The last person to ever beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl was Big Dick Nick. So here we go again. But you do know that Tom Brady <laughs> has. But you do know that Tom Brady has more Super Bowls rings than all other NFL franchises. Yeah, yeah. Enough said right there. Like I said, I I, I just I don't consider him the goal. A generational talent, yes. Goal. I said that that that's how I'm gonna remember Tom Brady because Tom Brady he basically he made. His career off of beating my team, like the dynasty started where he beat the LA Rams in the Super Bowl, and then he beat the Ravens a few times in the playoffs. That's not a he beat the Rams also when we had Todd Gurley, Jared Goff. Basically, <coughs> excuse me, 
that 2018 Rams team was one of the best Rams teams of all time. Way better. It seemed, than this it seemed like he like it seems like everybody forgot about those uh, accusations with cheating and. Unfair. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You, that that counts as well. But if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. Wait, hold on. Wild, <laughs> Does that go cheated. for relationships? No, that's not how this works. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was trying to trap You are my girls with mission. Cheating is a part of. What again? I don't need you to get me in you trouble, are, Donovan. You Please. are the ops. Yeah, that, Donovan. I'll get a text that, message right now. That, <laughs> you are that, nigga, that nigga was way to use that shit. Because <laughs> I thought I, I was going to catch you. Got him. <laughs> we got him. We fucking got him, guys. Yeah. I feel like testing your black card right now for, for that bullshit. All right, Jesus. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm ready for this. I, I've seen Spike Lee movies. You seen that's what makes you black? Jesus Christ. I've seen Spike Lee movies, guys. I think I'm down with the brown guy. All right. All right. Be- before we move on to our, our main to our biggest uh main topic of this week's episode, let's let's segue to this is actually gonna be a smooth segue, I, I believe. All right, Donnie, let's start small with you. Have you seen the Proud family? Yeah, yes, of course. Okay. Ha- have you seen Hey Arnold? Yes, uh, I wouldn't consider that a black show. Jail, bro. Jail's the only. Yeah, character yeah. I, I feel know. like he eclipses everybody else here. Could be exactly. Okay. Um, have you seen Cousin Skeeter? Nah. Keenan Kel. Yes. All that. Yes. Okay. That's so Raven. Yeah, of course. Hey, I, if you said no, I, I would be mad too. I, I feel like you guys. Yes, I'm black. Like I can answer some of these questions because it, it seems like. And by the way, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm just fucking. With, I'm not trying to say that you have to watch certain shit, listen to certain. But music, I, I'm talking black. about like the hood films. Hood like, nigga shit. Yeah, you don't like. like, I, you don't like hood said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you guys so, ever seen so, Tyler Perry? No. Oh, okay. Tyler, Tyler Perry is damaged towards the black community. He's yeah, exactly. is kind of good. He's fucking up. He's fucking up the black family structure. Honestly, oh, Jesus. Being Tyler Henson and everything. He, he always he always paid dark skinned black man to be like the angry type, and the light skinned black man to save you. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah fucking fucking out. So no, so no to that. But um, I, I I get it. But basically, what you're saying is that if I was like invite you to a cookout, you ain't going. Because that's, that's black people shit. I feel like Donovan can go to a cookout. Yeah, nah, I've been a cookout. Nah, nah, he decided that he'll he'll much prefer a picnic than a cookout. Y'all, why you? Why, whoa, right whoa, whoa, I ain't so never say no on, shit like no, no. I ain't never say no shit like that. I ain't never say no shit Nigga, like you, that. You know you do picnics and brunch and all that shit. I I do. First of all, hold up. We're not going to do picnics and brunch like that because I'm in Atlanta. And if you're from exactly. Atlanta, you already know the brunches be slapping. And the exactly. Come on. Back me up here. So we're not going to do But that's a different culture, though, bro. Like, they, they brunch wow. differently than how we brunch here in New York and Philly. I don't even think New Yorkers brunch. I feel like y'all brunch is getting a chopped cheese and maybe Arizona. I think that's y'all brunch. <laughs> no, no, nigga, that's breakfast. Set <laughs> <laughs> a chopped cheese. <laughs> And Arizona tea. There you go. Have that brunch for you guys. I mean, That's yeah, bad. brunch in Philadelphia is majority like white, like That's college wild. girls. That's yeah. wild. Because in Atlanta is black. Like people bring fits. All the cars is out. Mimosas, bottomless. Everybody's really? just maybe maybe Atlanta is Wakanda. I don't know because it, it could be <laughs> because brunch is a black thing in Atlanta. That's why I'm like, oh yeah, nah. brunch is white. What are you talking about? I don't think Donnie would like it in Wakanda. Nah, see the thing is, I just feel like Donovan just hasn't had that exposure yet. I feel like once he has it, he can make his decision then. I think he just hasn't had that exposure because I, I I grew up. Well, I won't say I grew up in the hood, but. Like I, I grew up. I, I was in the hood enough. I was in the hood maybe twenty five percent of my uh, young, uh, young life. And even if you weren't, that doesn't 
matter. Like, it's yeah, like okay. Good. There's a lot of people <laughs> I know in the suburbs that are black that they parents are from the hood, but they not, and they still. I mean, I, they I still just know black shit. I'm, so, what can I say? I'm different. <laughs> oh my god. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. I'm just like I'm different. Like, just like no surfs. Like I. Yeah, what do you I, do? I watch <laughs> Dawson's Creek. <You're> like, <laughs> like I watch independent films. Like I don't, I don't know what to say. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. If, if once again, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't want to get like a whole bunch of dislikes. And I said, same stuff. I'm just fucking with, with my guy Dottie here. This is normally what we do, you know. It's we did a whole episode with regards to. Like, Am I black enough? Was one of the most popular episodes of Tuck Talk that there was. And that's like in the early stages of Tuck Talk. So trust me, like we get it. Like we definitely get it. You know, like we're all about promoting the fact that black people we could be into a variety of different things. You know, me as a yeah. black guy, I love anime. I exactly. Love, but, uh, but anime is a part of black. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't be. I don't want you. Could, you could. Person. You could definitely say it's anime part of, like, is definitely the a big part of black culture. There's a lot of hood dudes I know to be watching Dragon Ball Z and My Hero Academia. So it's it's wild because I think Asian culture and black culture kind of intermingle, like Wu Tang Clan, anime. Uh, you know, Rush Hour. I'm just, I'm just, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> you know, it's a. Uh, but you know what? That that's it for Tessa Donnie's um, black car. Like it's all love. It's all love, Donnie. You know that. We do it for fun, guys. We yeah. do it. Yeah, we do it for fun. Because they think I am probably as much a suburban as most of them. So yeah. Hey. Yeah, but um, even though you're from the suburbs, you're probably you know like you're more covered in black culture than Donnie is. You know so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad. Shout out to my sister, because without my sister, I don't know where I would be. watching all the 106 apart, have all the CDs. Yeah, without my sister, culture-wise, yeah. Yeah, shout out to my sister. But speaking of black, we have some issues in the NFL regards to black head culture candidates. Now, my our guy, Brian Flores, he basically, he basically just... Say, so, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to blow this whole shit up. The system is unfair, which I'm not sure we can all agree on. It's not fair. But this man basically just like sacrificed his whole career at the altar for changing the NFL. Now, for those of you guys that like probably are not up to speed words that we're talking about, Brian Flores basically came out making some heinous allegations. Oh, I can't say heinous. You know, the NFL might call it heinous, but to me, I think that there's definitely some validity to what he's saying. Basically, he said how there's a discrimination issue within the NFL. He filed a class action lawsuit against the league and against three NFL franchises. The New York Giants, I believe, is one. The Denver Broncos is the other. And the Miami Dolphins. Now, yeah. 10 years ago, there was 11 minority head culture candidates in the NFL. Fast forward to today, there's only one. His name is Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tomlin's been a head coach of the Steelers since 2007. He's the longest tenured head coach in the league right now. And the Steelers, they're basically known for holding on to their coaches. You know, they only had like three head coaches in the past, what, 40 years? Chuck Noll, Bill Cowher, and Mike Tomlin. But it's funny that Tomlin's the last man standing because the Rooney family owns the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Art Rooney basically established the Rooney Rule. Now, what is the Rooney Rule that you may ask? The Rooney Rule basically makes it so that all NFL franchises must interview minority head coach candidates. Do, do they always get the job? No. But they have to, at the very least, get an interview. But the thing is, guys like Brian Flores, and even myself, you know, beyond outside looking in, we basically see that the interview is just a, it's just a cop out. It's basically like going out on a date or something, right? Knowing damn well that you already that you already have your options, you already know who your main person is going to be, but you're just going on a date just to entertain it. Why? Because it's like free food, you know. This is like if you're a woman, 
right? It's it's just free food, you know. So like, I'm not gonna do nothing with the dude. Like, I'm just gonna like just go out, you know, allow her to spend money, get a free meal. So that's literally kind of like what these NFL franchises are doing. Like, they know who they want to hire, but they're like, okay, well, fine. We just had to interview this black guy just to say that we went through the process the right way, you know. So I ask you guys. Based on my breakdown of what the Rooney Rule is and Brian Flores, his lawsuit against the league, do you feel as though the Rooney Rule is flawed? And not only that, second part to this question, do you think that Brian Flores basically just sacrificed his NFL coaching career? Because chances are he might never coach in the NFL again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I'm, I'm going to be brief because I could probably go on and on <laughs> when it comes to, you know, things like this in, in the sports world, but I'm going to keep it brief. I think the Rooney rule, I think it's, it's not flawed. I just think in our society it's flawed because mm-hmm. in the country that we're in to have a rule like that is similar of to, I don't say similar to affirmative action, but it's similar to having a diversity higher in the corporate America you know, having just a diversity higher or something because you need to meet a quota or whatever. It's kind of, it, I think it's looked at by our white counterparts in the same way because it's like, oh, like like Liddell just said, we're just going to give him this interview. We're not going to hire him, but we're just going to do this thing because we kind of have to do it. We don't really want to, but we just have to do it. And so I think it's, I think it has good intentions, but it's flawed because of just the history in this country when it comes to race and everything, literally everything, I think is just flawed because it should be a place. I think the NFL should be a place where if the best candidate for the job is a black man, then he deserves the job. And I get the argument where having mediocre white coaches and also when it comes to being a quarterback, you know, you see a lot of mediocre white quarterbacks still have jobs and or backup jobs. So it's like, you know, it's it's flawed for our society because I, I just don't think it, it doesn't really bring awareness. I think for white people, it brings more of a hindrance because like, oh, we have to do this thing for the black people because right. we have to do this thing. They don't really. And I think that's an uncomfortability that we have to talk about. But it, I think it it does. It's more harm than good, even though it's supposed to do good. And I, and I'm and I think, you know, it should be addressed that it's like, yo, these owners have to hire the best person for the job and if he so happens to be black then he needs to be hired but having a mediocre coach or lackluster coach and and he can keep getting multiple jobs is definitely a problem and it definitely has to do with race i think it would be it would be naive to think that it doesn't so um yeah the rooting rule is flawed for our society not in the sense of what the rule stands for it's flawed but in the system it's in it's it's flawed i would say that so And I think his career, I think uh, to, you know, Flora's career, I think he, uh, yeah, he did sacrifice. He may can probably go coach in college and maybe come back, but. um, He can coach in the spring, uh, spring league. He's he's never coaching. He's, oh, that's that's a big step down. He's never coaching the NFL again. Yeah, I think think he could definitely go coach at a HBC. He could probably definitely go, he could go coach somewhere. I'm maybe yeah. not in the NFL, but he could definitely go coaching college somewhere. But um, I think he did the right thing because definitely, the, I think definitely there's something discriminatory happening. But hold on, but wait a minute now. One could argue that the same issue also exists in college as well. Mm, that's true. I mean, a many, black man in America. How, so how many how many black Division One head coaches are there in college football? Uh. Mm. That's actually a really good. That's a really good question. Can't think of any. Now, no, I think the only one I can think of right now in Division One, Notre Dame. They just hired um, his name. I don't remember his name, but Notre Dame hired a black. He's a defensive coordinator. Yeah, he. They hired a black coach. Michigan State. Their head football coach who, who got. I think he has one of the highest paid extensions in college football. Yeah, Isn't Jim Harbaugh um, supposedly supposed to be interviewing for an uh, NFL coaching job? Yeah, the the Vikings job. The Vikings. Yeah, that's job. that's wow. Vikings need Jesus at this point. <laughs> but but just look just look at this for a second. Josh McCall, a dude that was coached at high school, he was rumored to be a, a squad. I heard about that. Yeah. 
a a high school coach? coach at high school. Yes, Josh McCown. He's coach at high school. He is rumored to be like in a running for a head coaching job in the NFL. Yeah, heard about Where, that. Was like with the Bears or the Dolphins. Uh, Josh, he has to know somebody like that's nepotism to a T because there's no way course. you go from high school to the NFL. It's all about relationships at the end of the day, and I feel like the issues that we're talking about with regards to black head coaches is not going to be solved unless we get more black people in ownership positions within the NFL. But great, you can say the same thing about the NBA as well. Yeah, because I I hate these uh, minority rules, whether it's in um like national sports, professional sports, college, whether in college, like this this um this minority rule is because it's always going to be looked upon. Let's take um President Biden's um new initiative of where he's trying to elect a, a black uh, judge for a black woman. All right, I guess we're being center for that. But um, all right, let's get back to football. It's it's like I I always hated this rule because at the end of the day, there's always going to be talk about you. Like, did you get it because you're good, or did you get it because you're black? Mm-hmm. So, like what Noel said and what um Liddell said, it's not going to change until we get like more black people in those ownership positions and those for sure. positions. So we can just cancel out that self-doubt that may potentially hurt that black person. I mean, like, David Cully, he got fired from the Houston Texans. They said that the only reason why he got the job is basically nobody else wanted it. And he went 4-13 with that roster, the worst roster in the league by far, and he still got fired after one year. Brian Flores, the Dolphins were one set grand. They should never fell that far behind in the first place. But they finished the year nine and eight, one eight out of their last nine games. The rest of the way, he gets fired. He basically mentioned in his lawsuit against the Dolphins, because the Dolphins is including the lawsuit, that Stephen Ross basically bribed him to basically, he basically going to pay him a hundred k per loss, just so Miami could get like a, just so Miami could get a better draft pick. Oh, I mean the Eagles tried tried to do something with uh, Jalen Hurts like last year or something like that. You know, so that's basically tampering with the integrity of the game. Yeah. Right yeah. There. You know, so he basically, he also mentioned that with the Denver Broncos in regards to that lawsuit, how John Elway and the GM basically came to the meeting drunk to interview him for the job. Basically that they did not take the interview seriously. And this, you know, it's crazy. This what not came out had Bill Belichick not accidentally texting him. Yeah, I I I saw the text Bill, message. Bill what Belichick, are they supposed to prove? Because Bill Belichick was supposed to like reach out. He basically congratulated Brian Dabo, the former mm-hmm. Bills offense coordinator, now head coach of the Giants. Like for basically messaging like in the text messages that um like what do you mean like I thought I was like is, did you hear something that I didn't? You know because I thought that I was like a squad contender and then basically Bill Belichick said that oh like I fucked up I meant like you know Brian Dable I'm sorry you know like they went in a different direction so after that that's like okay that's when this news came out but I'm not sure exactly what those text messages are trying to prove like I'm, I mean I'm still... I mean I think the Bill Belichick thing I think the both of their names are Brian so I think Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's I think anyone can make that mistake, and it's not even I think anyone can make that mistake. If, you're, if both of your first names are Brian, okay, that's yeah, dog, that's just you, yeah, it's just a coincidence that that happened. But Shit, I did it two days ago with a girl named Victoria <laughs> that got you caught up. Anyway, <laughs> it, did. it happened, it happens, guys. So it is not to discredit how he feels, how Brian Flores feels. Um. But yeah, the, the whole Belichick thing—that's that's just by coincidence because we we've all done that before. Right. So I, I don't, you know. But the the Denver thing and the um, the well, Dolphins thing definitely, a, I think yeah, definitely serious, yeah. Well, Flores believes that the Giants interview was a sham. That's what he's coming out with. He believes that's that the interview was. was a sham. Mm. Because um. Because basically he's he's saying that he felt that the Giants' day mind was already made up by the time that they made that they basically reached out to him for the interview. I mean, we, we just need more black uh, officials, leaders. I mean, like, 
like just said, like fuck it, Josh McDaniels, he just got hired as the Raiders head coach. This is the same dude, Josh McDaniels, that basically got caught cheating out in Denver. One, it's like a little mini spa gate. If you want the full story on that, check out the I Am Athlete podcast with DJ Williams going to full details on that. Not only that, not only that, but he had agreed to become the Indianapolis Coast head coach. And then he backed out of it, and that's how Frank Wright got the job. So he proved okay, like he's gonna go back on against his work. Yeah, yeah, he is getting another head coaching job. I mean, the reports of Josh McCown interviewing for any NFL coaching job is just all you need to build your case. So, but overall, guys, let's uh, let's sum this up here. You know, let's bring it on home. How do we think Dave is gonna play out from this? He's probably gonna sell him. How you think it's going to play out? He's probably going to settle. I mean, yeah, when you go against the NFL, yeah. um, I mean, he, I mean, the thing is, he has a case, and he I does. think the NFL, I think they kind of know that he has a case, and they probably will settle outside of court. They may, you know, will yeah, it go to court? We don't know, but I mean, this is the type of lawsuit that could destroy the league. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what I'm he, saying. It's, he's kind of proving that there's an inside bias to a lot of things. And so yeah, the NFL may, you know, not may, but the NFL most likely will try to get him to settle outside of court because if they yeah. take him to court, then you know they have and then what does that say to your players? You know, your African American players that there's biases above them in the front office. So it's a it's a slippery slope for the NFL, I think in my opinion. I agree with that. And guys, this is what I say. I say go all the way. Yeah, go, exactly. Go all Don't the way settle. You know, because these are the type of – because he has the opportunity to do something that Colin Kaepernick was able to do. Yeah. But my thing is I hope that the message does not get, you know, overshadowed by agendas and stuff like that because this he has the opportunity to create a real opportunity for change, not only in coaching but also, like, and ownership in the league because the Denver Broncos are up for sale, so that might lead to the first opportunity for us to have a a, a black owner, you know. So I think the black billionaire who gave money to Morehouse, I don't, I'm bad with names. He said they said that he was in the front rank to to purchase the Denver Broncos. So, yeah. well, there we go, there we go. Let's hope that he gets it. All right, so let's quick thoughts fourth quarter segment, guys. Uh, Super Bowl predictions: Bengals, Rams. Who y'all got? Bengals. <laughs> uh, story for the story, I say Rams. I want OBJ to for the story. Bengals for the story. Rams. I think I want. I want OBJ to and capitalize on this. I story. mean, the Bengals will literally go from worst to first. Yeah, they right? haven't been yeah. in the the playoffs since what thirty two years. No, the fuck? no, 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 no. It was like 20, say, it's not that long. It was yeah. like 20, 2011 or some shit, 2012, okay. 2013. Yeah, they're in the playoffs. With Andy Dalton went to the playoffs. They, they haven't been to the championship, I think. The Super Bowl, was... yeah. But I was they've been to the playoffs with Andy Dalton. They just didn't go far. They've been there before. That's how long it's been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I already know me. I'm going to go with the Rams. So that's my pick. All right, you know, so... LA all day. Either way, OBJ wins one or Joe Burrow wins one. I'm cool with either. Yeah, either way, I think it's I'm cool with the outcome, but I do want the Rams to win. But I'm cool with I think I'm cool with either outcome, which is a first. I'm not cool. With, I'm not cool with either outcome. It's Rams or bust. Rams or bust. Because <laughs> I could be a hating Chargers fan right now, but I want the Rams to lose because the two battles in LA. But you know, I'm sticking to the LA roots. All right, no, so we'll all right, so quickly, let's plug ourselves in the way out because I know my guy know like his battery is dying, so I appreciate him and being shut here. in the gates. Man, yeah. I, <laughs> hey, call me, hey, call me. I'm not even a six man. Like the mom mentality, we gonna we gonna get it done, man. I I try to do my thing, and I try to get I try to get try to get the content for y'all people. So I try to yeah. you know yeah. do my thing. So you know, so we could we definitely could spend more time on that Brian Flores story, but you know, like we basically. Covered I feel like we, I feel like we, next week there'll be some developments that we can come back to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cycle. So yeah, I don't sure. think I don't think this will be the last of us it's talking not. about Brian Flores for a minute. Definitely not. There'll definitely be more in the developments to that story. But quickly, plug yourselves on the way out, my young brother. Uh, you can find me everywhere at the you know Austin. You already you guys already know Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, the whole the whole deal, the whole spiel. Um, what I got coming up next? Uh, only thing next is Fashion Week. 
you know, so if you're in New York, I'm going to be in New York Fashion Week. We're going to, you know, doing some content, doing some articles for Tuck, going to some shows. So, um, so yeah, so that's the only thing I really got on my books right now. It's big. You don't want to uh, promote that 45 Shots collaboration? 45, oh, that? yeah. Thank you, Donovan. 45 on, Shots. Bro. If you, I got if, you. If a lot of, if, <laughs> if a lot of you didn't know. I, yeah, I, man, I you don't got to promote just Tuck's shit. You gotta promote this suck shit. Promote it's, not, it's not shit. Hey man, forty five shots. <laughs> you know what I mean. Shots, I think is my uh, is my creative house. It's where I, it's not just I'm a photographer on the side. I I just do photography and art on the side. That's just things and hobbies I do. A lot of people love it, so I just made a made a little hub for everyone to go look at it. And um, it's just not pictures, not photo shoots. It's probably I want to be more maybe furniture, maybe clothing. You know, we don't know, but it's just. It's a place for all my creative ideas. Go give give it a look. Link in bio on the Instagram, 45 shots. That's it. Let's check, check that out. I'll definitely have the link to that in the description for this video. So support the young brother. My guy, Donnie, Mr. Radio Host. Uh, like right now yeah, I, I guess I got to plug this. Um, <laughs> You guys yeah, can. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm so you guys... proud of my children. <laughs> You guys can check me out next, um, later tonight, uh, weeknights, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m., uh, Distorted Records with Donnie on the live I-95 at autolist.com. The link is, information is all in my Instagram. Um, you can also check out my new podcast with my good friend Miranda called Indie Flicks with Donnie and Miranda. Hi, Miranda. And check out, and (laughs) check Oh, my latest. I have some new uh, images dropping and still working on that book, man. Give me time. Yeah. Y'all already know me, Liddell the Fashionista. You can follow me at Liddell the Fashionista. I'm also the Myra and the True Overcoach the IG page. We just got done filming Vods, the pie episode last Friday. I'm very happy about it. I'm excited yeah, for it to I come out. That. I'm excited for it to come out. You know, it's my baby right there. So look out for that. And we're going to the moon, baby. We're going to the moon, but ladies and gentlemen, hope that you guys enjoyed this week's edition of Out Podcast. If you did, hit that like button because likes on YouTube is like food and water. You need to survive. Yeah. Subscribe to the channel. You know, check us out Spotify, you know, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, whatever podcast is available, except for Apple because they ain't fucking with us, but it is what it is. But um, yeah, that's all. And Hail Hydra. Oh my God. <laughs> Hail Hydra.